0: Greetings, fellow earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging. So,
1: because of the technology back then, they had like 3D, like it was a 3D uh, show. I don't know if you remember that show, Beast yes. Wars, but uh, there's this, there's this like spider one, and there's this one episode where if you pause it just right with like, you know how spiders like have stuff coming out of their butts, um, there's this one episode where it's just, it's fucking hilarious. It's fucking yes. hilarious.
2: I know. Absolutely wait, where was about. the butt? It where was tarantulus it, it was, Tarantulas. It was Tarantulas and it was Baccarat. Yes, I, I know yes. what you're talking about. It was um, fucking
1: hilarious.
2: Real, but wait, quick, real, the real, real, real quick, real quick impersonation, just because we're talking about this, and Beast Wars came up, Sorry,
3: adorable. Uh,
4: yes. I mean, <laughs> I'm still yes. waiting for the butt joke from Rose.
1: Like, I didn't hear. it. Oh, much. you had to. You had to watch the show. I just knew that. Like, um, that uh, it's more of a butt but
0: reference. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was. Yeah, uh,
1: it I'm was, so disappointed. Like, I really like butts, and that is no joke. Hey, if you if you go if you go <laughs> to the episode that what I'm talking about, it's fucking hilarious. But okay. like, yeah, it's a lot. I, was,
2: like. They are, like, they, 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 these spiders Can- are pushing everything
4: out of their ass to, like, make, like, make
3: something so
4: happen. <laughs> well, to be clear, to be clear, I don't push things out of my ass. I push things in it.
1: I know, but wow. <laughs> adorable. Yes! Like, you have to see it. It's so fucking funny. Like, I literally paused that, and <laughs> I was, like, laughing for, like, an hour straight with
4: my friend. It was so fucking funny. Oh, I'm sorry.
3: So, Canon, I, I,
4: I have one for you. Canon, what is the difference between the adorable, deplorable, and CNN? Um, all right,
2: this is my uh, uh, taco sort of. What is the difference between CNN and adorable deplorable? What are the differences?
3: Uh, what are the differences? I think I got it. I like to put things up my hat.
4: They like to pull things out of there.
3: Oh! <laughs> yeah. I knew it. Oh! Uh,
4: Alright, give give them some
2: love for the Ukraine sort of like coverage right now. Give them some love for
1: that. Are you meaning how my series? The, the the resident liberal everyone.
0: Yeah, I just saw um I just saw footage of bodies lying in the street and then the guy filmed his rear view mirror and the body started moving. Like, oh that's not propaganda. <laughs> That
3: th- this is not why true. Why that is I could true. one hundred percent true. 100%. This is not true. Why I that could is never. Run.
4: True. I don't know this if was. it
3: was staged, but that's exactly what, what I saw. What did you say, Edward?
4: Oh, I said this is precisely why I would never be able to run for public office because the Democrats get triggered by the shit that comes out of my mouth, and apparently the Republicans get triggered by the shit that comes in it.
3: Oh, oh, um. All right, um.
2: Like you know, um. We've talked like um. You know, you've been on the show, um. What have you, um? But adorable, um. Like before, like the pandemic, I was projected to like sort of run for an office. You know, we 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 had like you know debate here. In Charleston, South Carolina, and we were we were building towards something, you know what I mean. And I had already been like, you know, part of the neighbor's station, and we're just like moving up. And then the pandemic happened, and you can't like, you know, talk to anyone, touch anyone. It has to be like a Zoom call. And but I I wanted to run for like city council,
3: and I think you wanted to do the same thing.
4: Um, you know, I, I I used to, there was a, there was a point where, so full disclosure, I'm thinking of backing out, but, uh, the Texas libertarian party is having their state convention in two weeks and I act and the congressional district that I live in is plus three R. So it's basically a swing district. And and in Houston, uh, we're hyper-liberal. So it's a very vulnerable seat for Republicans. And I, I actually considered seeking the nomination for Libertarian just to piss off the Republicans, because at only a plus three advantage, I would take enough votes to hand it to the Dems just out of principle. Um, Please do. <laughs> no, I, I literally thought about <laughs> You might win.
0: And that would be the best thing is if you won, because then you could teach both sides what real politics is like.
4: And, and, and i thought about it, but I, I – I well, obviously, like, I'm not very censored. I probably could tone down the butt jokes a little bit, but
2: – No. No one cares. No, no one – no no, no, no,
4: no, no. And don't and – don't, and, and, and honestly, like could or never do. Tone um, down the butt jokes?
2: Don't, you know, don't tone I mean, down
1: the butt jokes. That's part of your charm.
2: <laughs> and, it, 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 and gimmick, you know what I'm saying? And it it just, it, 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 whomever feels like when you say shit like that, and they get their own butt hurt about what you say, then it proves, like, as the conversation happens, who are they? The fact that you I got said it. that joke, and then, like, got, you know, you know, that's all. That, that's why I, love I got it. Your, That's why it, it's,
0: I got your campaign song. Adorable doing the butt
2: oh pretty pretty (laughs) doing the butt oh you brought up doing the butt that's a song from the 80s that like was in itself was like doing the butt was supposed to mean like you know doing a a dance but like everyone took it and was like no we're doing the butt So, like I can see that. I can see that, but, like, no, brother, I know now, coming out of the pandemic, um, if I would like to do something like in a political sort of like shape or form, i I've said some shit on stereo, also, I don't think my my like my whomever comes against me is gonna like go through all the hours of stereo and says like he said this because he thinks like you know, you know white girls with fat asses are like amazing, whatever. I'm not sure they'll ever pull that up, but I'm not I'm not scared of it because if I have my if I have my um, let's what we're talking about when it comes to GOP, there's no platform. The GOP has no real platform.
4: No, the, the, their platform is traditionalism, and 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 this is why I get in trouble and, and why I probably say I'd never win. Is you know um, our lieutenant governor announced today that uh, they actually want to introduce Texas's version of the Don't Say Gay bill. Yeah. And I uh, did a, an interview with the news today because they were like, okay, you're gay, you're Hispanic, son of an immigrant, you're a Republican. You know, what do you think? And I said, look, it, you know, unfortunately, like, let's be clear. Conservatives will tout that this is designed to protect and preserve children and education. But at the end of the day, When you continue to deny funding to schools, and you continue to um, not act on things like the property tax issue, the only thing that you're interested in is traditionalism and the misguided view of the nuclear family. And it's the same thing with the transgender athletes. It's like, they're like, oh, they, they can't play in sports. It's about fairness and equality for women. Look, if you're gonna talk about being fair and equal to women, it's not very equitable to continue to deny their bodily autonomy and legislate against abortion. And if you want to talk about equality, Republicans continue to implement policy that only furthers the gender pay gap instead of acknowledging that there's a real disparity in this country between the wages of women and men. So you don't get to sit there and say that suddenly you're interested in fairness and equality for women when your policy has been completely contradictory to that.
0: Yeah, I just saw the best meme about that, by the way. It's a picture of Mike Tyson wearing a sports bra, and it says, Women's boxing just got interesting.
2: <laughs> Sadly, that's funny, but it's I, I, okay. So, like, I pulled up, on but the look, line like, I, that, like, it, well, did, I just pulled up the line of what, what happened in the news is like, once again, like Ohio, excuse me, not Ohio, um, the Oakies, um, Oklahoma. They're pushing for a more stricter like line when it comes to like you know abortion, and
1: I mean, I just want to say this. adorable. If you ever take off that Republican jacket, um, uh, and come come to the dark side, I'll definitely vote for you.
4: <laughs> I I used to be a Democrat. I was a Democrat. I actually, ran for office once. Oh no, not Democrat. Democrats. But yeah. I hear oh. Well, like I, I, the reality is, like like if I was gonna run for office, it would be, you know, it would be a very tight, high profile congressional race just for airtime, um, because I, what I've seen is that you look at people like Kim Classic on the Republican side, you look at people like Amy on the on the Democrat side, the most influential people when it comes to public policy are not the people that have been successful at getting into public office because really. you're dealing with the bureaucracy of 470 plus members of the, the United States Congress. And, and it's tough to get anything done. But yet you sit there and you go on Fox or CNN and you talk about issues, you force the conversation, you travel the country and you rally people. To me, that's much more effective. So I kind of view it as I would run for for Congress, drop in five to ten k, um, absolutely of my own money because I would refuse um, any PAC money. But really, the idea is forcing the conversations, getting Republicans to to somehow a GoPro? Why not do the Go like, like
2: like what my like like uh-huh. what my um sort of like um uh, member of my team, you know, my like like you know the like honestly the the captain of like you know my my candidacy, just like. Let's just do the GoFundMe thing. You know what I mean? Adorable. Like, I think you should
0: really run because I think you could push I an agree. agenda that other people would have to jump on board with.
2: That's what I'm saying. And it's like if you
0: if you do the whole like GoFundMe thing
2: every week, excuse me, or either every time you have like time to like go to like like people who are like adding towards your GoFundMe, you give them a line to what why they're like, you know, yeah. your money, that, well, you, you know what I'm you saying? Can't, you go, you, you, you do that. And they
4: know You, you can't use they GoFundMe. They believe. Why not? Yeah. You, no, so legally, you can't use GoFundMe uh, for politics and campaigns. That's uh, a, Now, there is a platform similar to GoFundMe, um, but it was really interesting because they actually started rejecting Republicans to use their platform. But for me, the reason why I say personal money is. Look, if you look at the amount of money that is generated from campaigns, even Bernie Sanders, you know, whose big uh, message,
2: let's not go there. 30, let's not go there. i
4: go there. Is the average donation raise a ton of money? Is but that's one of the problems that I have. Is every two years this country spends more than a billion dollars on campaigns and elections, and you have these congressmen, these senators, these state legislators that come into our communities, visit our schools, and raise millions upon millions of dollars for their reelection. But every single one of them has failed to raise a dime in the name of public education, in the name of homeless, in the name of all of these other things that are important. So for, like, I don't want your 5 to $10 to have a yard sign that's going to go in the trash in 18 months. I would rather create a policy approach that's like my Facebook, watch my videos, talk to your neighbors, and instead of fundraisers designed for media and marketing that people care about. Let's funnel those funds to real people that need help.
3: Agreed. Amen.
2: Agreed. 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 And I've seen some of my brothers and sisters do the same thing on Facebook and they have gotten
3: their seats. They've gotten their seats. So, like, I'm just telling you honestly, um, adorable, um, if
2: it's not a reach for you, dude. It's not a reach for me. Um, if we want to
3: do it, we can. We have the chops, and we care. The point that we care to give
2: into the community, the fact that we care, the fact that we want to see something come out better, the fact that we care, the fact that we have seen this world be sort of broken, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, if you put on a red shirt or you put on a blue shirt. The fact that we care, people see that. People see the fact you care. When you sit down with someone at an old folks home or when you go to a school or when you, all the things you said, when you're pressing flesh and you talk to real people and they know the fact that like that's my guy. That's my guy. I don't care who he goes to bed with. I don't care who he's aligned with.
3: Well they care a little more about that and like whatever. But uh they just want you to be their guy. And that's politics. They want you to be their guy or gal, you know? And I think you can like reach that aspect dude. Like I don't think you can reach that aspect. But well, I'll tell you what, if, if when I become president, I will make you my secretary of state. What? Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but I want to decide who we bomb.
4: <laughs> so I, I tell you what, um, I will, I will reserve the position of national security advisor for you. Okay. So that
3: way uh, you
4: and Ken can arm wrestle about who we bomb.
2: <laughs> I am bigger than him. I am bigger than him. So, like, I am bigger than him. So, Can like, I stand-in, though? It all no, no, to-
4: no. Go ahead. I was going to say, cannon's bald head looks more like a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: mm-hmm. I mean, you know, honestly, I see, you know, you know who uh,
2: Biden put ahead of, like, the fan you know, um, getting lost. And to see a black male, a dark black male in that role, being sitting around the role, trying to, like, stop all these fires. I love it.
1: What position?
2: Um, You're talking about uh, Secretary of Defense? Secretary, yeah, Secretary of Defense. He was, like, yeah. But, um... Yeah. Uh, guys, I have to go. Um... Yeah, I'll might pick a little bit later, but I have to go.
3: All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So anybody said somebody was saying bombs,
4: bomb, 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 bomb. bomb. Watch, we're we're about to get like um, hijacked by the uh, the NSA or, or the CIA. Right. <laughs> That's why he took off.
1: <laughs>
3: Everyone's the Democrat before they get some money, and then once they get some money, they turn Republican.
1: Or, or everybody's a communist and they don't know it yet.
0: My dumbass forgot to plug my phone in. Whoops. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. It's plugged in now. That was it. You guys got me all excited. Great conversation.
1: Yeah. Uh Canon Canon said he had to go and then like literally left right after. Them. It was pretty funny. Yep. It must have been a bathroom
0: emergency. But no, <laughs> I ad- adorable. I really I really think you should run wholeheartedly. I'm saying this completely 100% serious because I think you could have the same effect that that Bernie Sanders had, which is he forced certain issues to be on the table.
3: No, you,
4: you know, the the unfortunate thing with Bernie is, look, I actually wish he, he would have fought a little harder because, yeah, you know, he, he forced the conversation. But I, I think the problem is, you know, he still recognized that to, to really be successful and, and to have a, a policy impact as a senator, he still needed money. And so I, I think that even for Bernie, what we saw is somebody as... Outspoken as as challenging as him, even knew that there was a line to draw because he he had to protect his his campaign. Now, whether you're Bernie, whether you're corrupt Mitch McConnell, I, I think every legislator recognizes that they have to be very cognizant of how much they challenge the establishment because politics is a game. It's about who's going to raise the most money. It's about who the lobbyists trust. And so, you know, for me, it, and I've toyed with the idea. I just, I, I, I kind of question it really takes more than good intentions to be successful in politics. And what's what's interesting for me is I would have to pick a party. You know, ultimately, if I was serious and I wanted to win, I'd have to pick a party and, and I would probably be Republican. I would never go Democrat. And you're villainized by the Democrats by far and large because you have an R to your name. And if you're not a radical Trump supporter, you're villainized by the Republicans. And so there's very little space for moderate Republicans. We, we're seeing that with Liz Cheney, with Adam Kilsinger, with Mitt Romney. And so there's almost no value to being a sensible Republican because if Democrats were willing to reach across the aisle and say, look, we don't agree with the 30% of what you stand for, but if we can use the 70% to actually find compromise and pass good policy, then let's have a conversation. But the Democrats have shown, uh, especially, is people like AOC and the squad have become more prominent voices, that they don't want to compromise. I mean, even who arguably is one of the most powerful Democrats right now because he holds all of the cards in a split Senate, they're villainizing him because he has the audacity to say some things that that Democrats don't agree with. Yeah, yeah. I got to disagree on mm-hmm. that.
1: I think uh, uh, I think that dude is... He's holding up a lot of things, but they're also using him as an excuse.
0: Yeah, well, well, I think that's a prime example of too much money in politics, because he's made tens of millions of dollars from the coal industry. Right. So this is a prime example of corruption, a prime example of the Citizens United law, like unlimited funds coming in. Um, you know, and, and unless we rein those things in, we're we're going to be a totalitarian state very soon. Yeah, uh, and that and then that's
3: when uh, people like me take over. There we go.
1: I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. You guys, you guys, uh, you guys have fun with with that. And then if you get in power, adorable, I'll be watching. Well,
4: I, I would turn the the White House into a brothel, and, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, like like for me, I think one of the biggest things do is legalize prostitution. Look, if we want to talk about um silly laws that prevent us from maximizing our tax revenue, uh, you know, federalized cannabis and federalized prostitution. Um, like I I understand the whole issue with legalized prostitution. I mean, when it comes to uh fucking you and taking your money, the government wants absolutely no competition. Um but the cannabis (laughs) I don't understand why it's still illegal like To smoke weed. I mean, if we talk about the mental and the physical ramifications of things like cigarettes or alcohol and the harm that that causes versus things like weed, look, I know plenty of people, especially my mother, who would probably be better off having smoked a little weed.
0: I think the only reason it's illegal is so they can use it as a political weapon, right? Because it's a still a class one drug, online with heroin and speed. Um, So if you get caught with enough marijuana, You can be, you know, tried with a, held with a felony, and then you can never vote again. And that was the original intent of the original drug law that Nixon passed, right? His aide outed it on his deathbed and said, we created this to arrest blacks in the inner cities for heroin and hippies in the suburbs for weed. And if you did that, especially then it was a felony, then those people never
4: vote again. So can we talk about that? Because that is some of the shit that pisses me off about conservatives. It's like. You're right. They will fight vehemently to not restore the voting or civil rights of convicted felons, but yet they're the ones standing up and saying, whether you're a convicted felon or not, you should have the right to have a gun because that's a constitutionally protected right. So if we're going to talk about constitutionally protected rights, I think most people would agree that the right to vote and participate in the democratic process should be held more closely regarded than whether or not you have the right to bear arms. And so for Republicans to take this traditionally hypocritical stance that oh you're a convicted felon, you should be able to get an AR15 but fuck your right to vote. It's just ludicrous.
0: It's completely so, ludicrous and it adorable. kind of shows an agenda, right? How Trying to you? limit the, the number of voters.
3: You're not on the west coast, are you? I don't think you are. I am on the yeah. No, I'm talking about Adorable. Are you on the West Coast? Oh, I'm in Texas.
1: Oh, yeah, you have a real chance then. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I would just say that if they want to look at, like, the benefits of legalizing weed, they should look to California and Oregon. Um, Our tax revenue uh, from weed has been crazy. So there's something there
0: colorado as well they were the first ones to do studies and um after the first year all these statistics came out um domestic abuse calls to the police went down violent crime in general went down drunk driving arrests went down prescription pill overdoses went down unbelievable not to mention 60 not to mention 60 million dollars per quarter
3: per quarter
0: yeah Imagine that. Yeah.
3: So, so if if uh, if uh, what's it called you make
1: the White House a brothel, uh, what exactly is that going to look like?
4: So the fountain will be retrofitted and turned into a big steam sauna where clothing is optional. <laughs>
0: I thought you said I thought you were going to say the fountain would be repli- uh, remodeled to replicate a, a phallus. <laughs> well,
4: it, it was either the uh, this sauna or a really big douche.
0: Do you guys know this is crazy, but I watched a documentary on this. So this this is historical fact through the Freedom of Information Act and stuff. During the presidency of George Bush Senior, there was a callboy operation busted that was that was serving the White House. What? Yeah, straight up. Look it Say up. Say that again. Yeah, a callboy ring was busted, going servicing the White House, among a number of semin- senators and high-ranking business officials, government and business officials, and we're talking kids. So, um, this is yeah, unbelievable, right? And this this is decades before Epstein.
3: Damn. Right. So pretty crazy.
1: Like, I'm not going to lie, like it made me react, but at the same time, it's not shocking.
3: I know, right? It's it's unfortunately
0: not shocking, right? It should blow our minds, but we're so overwhelmed with heinousness in this day and age that it's like, oh, yeah, of course they did.
3: Right. Right. Of course.
0: Hey, we got a message, guys.
3: In like an it's, hour uh, oh you know that guy
0: you know something <laughs> and oh, that's his thing. name. You
1: know a long guy? time no see buddy it's been like a year
3: what's going on good to see you, you again
4: you guys yeah another <laughs> thing has to the promise to help you with podcasting and then just ignore your tweets
3: what <laughs> no i'll but, help but,
0: anybody with podcasting but,
4: but I ain't mad at you, Dave. I ain't mad at
0: you. No, I'll help anybody. But you just got to be persistent in messaging me because uh, I have ADHD and I'm busy and I'm unorganized.
4: That's okay. I, I ended up I ended up going to your, your arch nemesis, Lee.
3: Who?
4: Uh, Lee, who's the bait? I don't, he really doesn't do stereo too much because, you know, stereo took his monetization money. So he started protesting them.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Cool. Well, did you get yourself a setup?
4: I got a Rodecaster Pro and then the ProCaster <laughs> phone.
0: Right on. You went all in.
3: I Good did.
4: I, and, but I, I'm still in that stage where it's like when I first got it, I used it for a week straight. And then when I moved from California to Texas, it's still sitting in moving boxes.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, I bought myself a thousand dollar microphone for voiceover for my birthday, and I haven't taken that out of the box. Holy shit!
3: I gotta do something about that. This has been fun, you guys. Yeah, no, we covered some ground. Yeah, uh, this has been entertaining. Definitely. Yeah, but yeah,
1: I definitely got to get going. I'm tired. You guys can keep going if you want, but I'm about to pass out. I'm fading. I'm it.
0: fading a little bit, too. I'm still kind of uh, dirty from work. Not, I don't do dirty work, but I was driving all day, so I'm like greasy and sweaty. I should probably shower before I go to bed.
3: You're so dirty. <laughs> I'm so <You're> dirty. So. <laughs> nice. Right. Oh, you nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, no, we can end it. Right? I got to head to bed soon too.
0: All right. I appreciate but, that. Adorable, um, all right. I want to encourage days. you to run though. I want to encourage you to run as much as possible. Adorable. Keep, keep thinking about <laughs> it. Don't rule it out. <laughs> definitely, what if, definitely. What if you got the, what if you got the right donor, like a massive donor, what if, but the right one that didn't tell you what to say or do.
1: He's, he's just not, a, he's not a controlling boyfriend. He's just a really rich one.
3: Right. Like a sugar, sh- like a political daddy
4: <laughs> no yeah, i mean
3: exactly
4: i i just I, again for me it's like i i'm sure the money could be raised it's it, it's more the idea that you spend what you know 50k on on flyers and signage and tv ads when you think about the kind of good that 50k can do in a city like austin where you have, you know, twelve thousand homeless people, and and so I it just I fathom the idea that we're spending that much money on digital and printed media, which is going to be completely useless the day after election. Yeah, you're I really a
1: socialist. You just don't know it.
4: No, I I, I, I am so. a democratic socialist, which I don't have a problem with, and I really don't think conservatives should because look you know, there's a difference between being against capitalism and being against corporate greed. Most people have no problem with capitalism. Capitalism is a great thing in this country, but when it becomes corporate greed and we're suppressing living wages, we're denying basic benefits and and providing proper terms of employment to people, then that's what what the world is against. Look, if you want to be a conglomerate and have 100,000 locations across country and be a 50 billion dollar business which we have organizations like they're doing that but still use that riches to empower your employees give them livable wages and contribute to the overall good there's nothing wrong with that
0: imagine that imagine if they would just give back a little like okay so make america great again right so when was america great well for black people, it's a whole nother conversation. For Native Americans, it's a whole nother conversation. But for your average, like, middle class white family, um, the only time that, that the American dream, who was it? George Carlin said that to believe the American dream, you got to be asleep. Um, that's why they call it that. But the only time that did exist was a blip in time, and it was because the tax rate of the 1940s the tax rate for the rich, if you made over two hundred thousand a year, you were taxed at up to ninety two percent, right? But two hundred thousand then would probably be like ten million today. So you don't need more than ten million a year. Give back, right? You made your money because this country provided you the foundation to make that money. the airports, the roadways, the infrastructure, the people. Um, and the corporate tax was was equally adjusted, right? Now the corporate tax is pathetically low. People have, you know, offshore accounts, this and that. I mentioned the Pandora Papers earlier, which, you know, it it goes into showing how American oligarchs stash their money offshore so they don't have to pay taxes. So imagine if we could do something like that. You know, the, the progressive, the quote unquote squad was talking about taxing after 10 million, 70 percent, which would still be mild in comparison. But imagine if we did that. The infrastructure wouldn't be crumbling. Flint would have drinkable water. Detroit wouldn't be a third world country in our own country. You know, um, yeah. I, we I can don't do dis- better.
4: Like as much as Republicans want to tout the idea of reinvestments, we've seen through Reagan. We've seen through attempts by Donald Trump. Trickle down economics doesn't work, and we've seen that big business cannot be trusted to take their excessive profits and revenues and put that back to the economy. So the only, only way to trickle down economics by extension is gonna work is by taking that money via taxes and mandating specifically what type of programs that that's gonna go Like- we're, you. And you could give
3: options, right?
4: Republicans have this idea, oh, we're anti-tax. The Republican party under Lee was never about being anti-tax. It was about not taxing without representation. Congress agrees Mm that the best care of the American people is to take that 1% from the country's most elite and richest individuals and businesses and reinvest that for the average American. That is not in violation of what the tax policy that Republicans support. We are against excessive spending, and we are against excessive taxing. But taxing 1% of a billion-dollar enterprise is not in bad faith. Of Republican tax policy.
0: Right. And it is physically conservative. I believe the only place that trickle down works is in a urinal. You know, it trickles down the side of the urinal and onto the floor. (laughs)
3: Don't forget my. Don't forget. Yeah. This imaginary thing like the American dream. Yep.
1: you like that one huh? i like how they st- <laughs> i like they still fucking tout that shit like like oh chill down yeah okay so what has happened in the last like 40 fucking years
0: right well and, and, and we saw what happened the stock market went crazy in the middle of the pandemic when everybody was told stay at home the unemployment was through the roof the stock market hit an all-time high so that didn't create a ton of jobs it just made a few people ridiculously wealthy and a oh, lot you of billionaires doubled themselves. their wealth.
1: You know what else they exposed by that happening? It exposed that uh this illusion that they they were constantly implying that the stock market being successful means that the american people were doing well.
0: Right, that it's a barometer it's all- for for economic health. Right.
1: So why it's, is the right. GDP like when we talk about like the the you know the, how well our country is doing? it actually takes into account that but it doesn't take into account a lot of things about how people's mental health and other things are doing like uh, i think it was uh andrew
0: Andrew yang was talking about that right like for the first time in our country's history that the um the average lifespan has decreased and the average um the leading cause of death for white males now is called deaths of despair so it's drug overdose uh, the medical implications of alcohol or suicide straight out because people are miserable and hopeless.
1: Yeah. All right, guys, I got to get going. You guys can uh, keep talking if you want, but I got to go to bed. <laughs> we got, we got oh, one we- message here. Let's play that at least. All right. I made bank off of AMC.
3: What
1: the? AMC. What did he say something? AMC. Like do you do I think it's oh. a stock. Okay. Gotcha. I'm going to put you on my list. Do you know that guy?
0: (laughs) Much appreciated, guys. This has been an awesome conversation. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time. Keep on digging for the truth.